0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for waking me up this morning in the midst of the storms and all of this stuff that is going on. And I also want to say a special prayer for those individuals in regards to the first responders that are out there every day going to work, afraid, trying to dodge this virus and different things that are going on. Many individuals have been given work those. Some are unemployed. You know, we got so much stuff going on. And with all that we have going on today, a lot of individuals are finding it difficult to find comfort. And especially in this world, you know, we're also realizing that many individuals have taken things for granted, whether it was, you know, going to work or just some of the simple things in life that we just, we often abused and didn't realize how valuable those things were. Now, as many individuals watch the news or they scroll through their social media feeds, it appears to be very discouraging. And for many individuals, especially us that reside in certain areas of California, as we look out of our windows and we see the clear skies and the bright sun, we often forget that we are supposed to be quarantined and remain it indoors. Now today's show is going to address a lot of different ways that we can find comfort in knowing Who's in control? You know, it took me a while to put my Facebook stuff out there because I was listening to President Obama as he was endorsing Joe Biden, and I'm looking at all of this. But I got I realize the government is not in control. I'm watching them battle. I'm watching this, the governors say that the president can't tell people what to do, and it's becoming a mess. So we're going to talk about this. Now we have Pastor Dennis Dell on the line. Let me lock him on.
1: Good morning, Pastor. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing very well. Uh, Glad to be here on another show, and I look forward to discussing our topic on today.
0: Okay. So, Pastor, with all the stuff that we got going on, and at first I was looking at some stuff. I didn't know what to talk about at first, and there was a book in front of me, and I don't know why I've been carrying this book. I've had it ever since my mom passed, and um, the book was entitled Comfort for Troubled Christians, And I thought about that, and I said, you know what? We need some comfort. We need a word from the Lord. We need to know what God's promises were for our everyday need because we're looking at the needs of the people. But, Pastor, what what are your thoughts in regards to when we talk about finding comfort?
1: Well, there's so much to speak on this subject, but in light of our current environment as a nation, um uh, you know, as the world even, uh it's a very good topic to discuss today. But there is a lot of things, just like with other topics, uh misconceptions when we talk about. It. And um in my opening I want to start with that because Christians have become coddled. And when I use the word coddled I, I want to add the word um, lazy to it and the reason why I'm saying that is because comfort is it the meaning of the word is not to do everything for you and comfort is not to um, to just hold you and not let you experience nothing I, I I really want to be careful with this today because what what comfort means even in Webster Comfort means to give strength and hope. It means to to, mm-hmm. to to just give and to provide. And that means to fortify, okay? And even in the biblical meanings, when we look in Corinthians and other verses, and even in the Psalms, when we use the word comfort, it, it is acknowledging God's ability and power through the Holy Spirit to give strength, to somebody who's going through something because we we take um, the other definition of comfort and we think about our bed or our recliner mm-hmm. that we sit in and we say, Oh, i got to have this comfortable chair. Ooh, I want a I comfortable life, meaning that I don't want no worries. I want somebody to come with all the money and take care of everything. <clears throat> and that's a misconception for believers. What believers have to understand is, is is we do have to face things. We do have to go through things. Uh, God does put things in our path, but he puts no more on us than we can bear. And what comfort means is that is that God is there, that even in the midst of your trial and in your situation, he gives you that strength to handle the situation as if it was light, okay. He he carries our yoke with us, and he makes our burdens lighter. And now we can say, "Wow, it's comfortable." If you follow me in the spirit, if you follow me uh, in my logic or in the way that I'm presenting this, because God never says He wants coddled Christians. No, He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants He wants strong believers. He wants those that have put on their armor. That'll go into war warfare. Who are ready to fight, you know? And <clears throat> but he understands that when the enemy plays mind games with us, okay, that's when he says, "I'm going to bring you comfort." In fact, when Jesus is is done with his forty days after the cross, we just celebrated Easter, and immediately after you celebrate Easter, you go into what we call Passover. And mm-hmm. now, I mean, I- I'm sorry. Uh, Pentecost. We're into Pentecost season now. And this is the 40 days, representing the 40 days that Christ remained on earth before he ascended up to the Father. But after the 40 days of Pentecost when he ascended up to his Father, he says, don't worry. Okay? He says, I'm not Mm going to leave you comfortless. All right? I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to send the comforter. I want to... Amen. Think about that. It's another name, Jeanette, for the Holy Spirit, comforter,
2: Mm -hmm. okay?
1: And and what the Holy Spirit does is fortifies. It it helps us to find answers. It gives us strength to pray, okay? And when we can't go on, the Holy Spirit will will intercess for us to get us to the place to where we can pray. And so Mm -hmm. that's what we want the believers to understand today is that when you feel like you're at your wit's end, when you feel like you can't go on, when you feel like things are too um, much for you, the point is to stop and realize that you are leaning more now on your human abilities than your Christian side or than your Mm -hmm. spiritual side. That's what the the person has to know. And then – what comfort means is that we are releasing now our flesh and allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and take over. And so I want to set the tone with that type of base. I want to set the tone with that type of uh, wording for people to understand that that's what comfort really means.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, it, it took a long time for me, you know, going to different funerals and I used to always see on the program a word of comfort or, you know, how they would try to comfort the grieving family. And that was when we would see people were sad or, you know, you were trying to encourage them. And so now that we're going through a lot of this stuff, sometimes people are getting tired of hearing the same old stuff. You know, I've been going through my social media, people are like, do you know anybody that got their check? Or, you know, I'm, I'm doing therapy and I'm hearing people say, well, you know, I work here and they're only going to put us on a work furlough for up until the 14th, and then after that I don't know where my next dollar is coming from. You know, and as you're trying to tell individuals, trust God, you know, believe that God is in control, and then we have our president that was on TV and our governors are listening to some of the things that they're saying. They're they're just frustrated. I heard it say, and it was interesting, I think it was the governor in New York. He said something about he's he's not a king, and, um, you know, basically we don't live like that. To where we have to trust God. And I found that to be awesome the way how they're trying to let them know, you're not in control of this. God is.
1: Right. (laughs) I mean, yeah, everybody has to understand that. And I'm trying to express that some people don't know how to give uh, a word of comfort, you know. Mm -hmm. And some people don't understand uh, the meaning of it, because if, if again, if you just if you just want to check, you know, that's the difference between a person seeking, you know, coddling or being coddled, and and somebody asking for a word of comfort, and what the Lord is, because again, comfort is getting you to a place where you can do it on your own again. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it, that that's what comfort means. It's a it, it's not for me to put every shield around you and not let nothing ever touch you and tell you nothing is ever going to happen to you again. In other words, lie to you.
2: Mm -hmm. And,
1: And that's not what it is. A word of comfort gives hope. And what hope does is make a person dream again and see their vision again and want to move forward again. Okay. And that's what comfort and hope is connected to. So now, The believer has hope in this season right now, even though uh, uh, they might be laid off, or even though they may know that somebody uh, who's ill with COVID-19 or somebody who might be uh, sick, or they might have a a family member that's passed away. And I've had some friends that that's happened to, and I thank God it hasn't Mm -hmm. happened in my family. But the, the word of comfort is the Bible. It's our resource. There are hundreds of scriptures dealing with comfort. You know there's 21 main scriptures and, and, and 40 indirect, but literally hundreds. One of my mm-hmm. favorite is, is second, second Corinthians, okay, uh, The first chapter, verses three through four. Blessed be to God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy, the God of all comfort." Who comforts all of us in tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. And, mm-hmm. I, and, and that's that's the one that stuck to me the most because what you're saying, Jeanette, is that everything comes from the Lord. Then the Lord sends us to his son, then his son sends it to us to go through all tribulation. And what that means is there ain't nothing. I had to go a little country there for a minute. There ain't nothing (laughs) that God can't figure out. There there Mm -hmm. ain't nothing. Everything is in his hands. But the next part of that verse he says that we may be able to comfort those who are in trouble.
2: Mm -hmm. So God
1: can take a person like me that may have troubles, give me hope and comfort, and he does it so that I cannot, you know, just boast now. No. Now I go help somebody else. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. See, see, if I, you know, as a pastor, well, I'm a target. As a uh, professional, psychologist, counselor, all your titles and that, um, you help people. And you're a target. And so if the enemy can, can cut off the head, the body will fall.
2: And mm-hmm.
1: so think of all the, think of all the people that depend on you, Jeanette. Right? And, and don't don't go crazy. <laughs> and I think of all the people. And I think of all the people that depend on me. And so now, if, if, if the the enemy, <laughs> yeah. And so if the enemy can rattle us, okay. Think about you know, uh, we have the president of the United States, and everybody's complaining about this guy now. Because he's losing it. He is losing mm-hmm. it. Okay? And that's what the enemy wants to see. Because now everybody else, just like what you said, has a talk, has the mouth off, has the oh, Lord, what's going on here? He brings trouble to everybody else instead of bringing hope and mm-hmm. comfort. And now the Lord gives us comfort in the midst of this. Because we know ultimately God is in control. For me, more than anything else, I told a few people this morning on social media, uh, talking to other friends, talking to coworkers, and different ones. If this is not motivation to vote, Mm -hmm. I don't know what is. We're gonna have to do several shows. We're gonna have to do (laughs) several shows on voting. I told them, (laughs) get your ID, get your ID. Now mm-hmm. fix your address now find out where your polling place to vote now who who's waiting see this is our hope our hope is that we live in a country that gives us an opportunity to vote mhm okay my hope is my vote's going to make a difference it's going to change yep. my hope is, is is i'm not keeping nobody at home around me we're going to change this we have seen This Mm -hmm. man lined his pockets. We've seen all his closest people and advisors go to prison. We've seen his kids get illegal loans and do illegal financing and and Mm -hmm. stuff uh, with other countries. And and let me tell people, I understand. This is a podcast. This is public. And so I wouldn't state these things if they weren't facts and if they wasn't out there because I won't libel and slander nobody. These are all facts. And, and we allow this man to to spend thousands of dollars and to make illegal bets and even one of the drugs that he's propping up now. This is reported in the news. I don't even have to say allegedly, it's reported in the news. He has stock in it. Uh, all uh, of these things, but mm, all of these mm, things are mm, against mm. our government. Excuse me for a second, Jim. Uh, let me get this last piece out. The president is not supposed to be a profiteer where he's mm-hmm. in the White House to see how much money he can make off people, off pandemics, off situations mm-hmm. from other companies. And that's why he was impeached, impeach, because he wanted to make money off of the U.S. helping another country. And so what is our hope? We're, we're not hopeless. There's no, there's no reason for people to say, man, we can't do nothing with this man. We have hope and we have comfort now. What does it do? It empowers us. Now, if we don't take that, that, the hope that God has given us and the comfort in our ability to vote and get up and do something now, we stay in the same situation, such as it is with life, such as it is with the word of God. God says, I'm here. I sit in my Holy Spirit, my son. I've given you the power. There's hope in Jesus. There's hope in the Holy Spirit. And what he wants us to do is to lift up our head and activate our faith.
0: hmm That's true. You
1: know, Pastor, um, there's one of the
0: some scriptures that I want to go over, which is, and I know we have a call in the wine, but I'll in a minute. Psalms 27. Yeah. And it says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is yes. the stronghold of my life. Of whom I shall be afraid, and it's crazy because a lot of individuals we're talking about these things, they don't know what to do, they're going crazy, and you know, and and we just fear not. And the other one I'm looking at is Deuteronomy 31:8. It is the Lord who goes before you; He will be with you; He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. And a lot of times, individuals they you know they'll say that they're they're not dismayed, but they are. But you gotta trust Him. Let me log on these callers. Okay. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicaments, Number ended in two two. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. You have any questions thus far in regards to finding comfort?
3: Um, no, not so far. I was in. I'm listening to what he was saying, and um, he has a lot of comfort, but I'm not. <laughs> you know. I I feel the way he does, but I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people that don't, so I just don't that's go true. into it with them. So I just kind of – But, say, but, but that's, No, I mean, as far yes. as well, – because the, the topic is finding comfort. Mm-hmm. Is that basically yes. the topic? Okay, so, yes. I mean, I find comfort in laughing. You know, I mean, I laughed so hard yesterday, and everyone's like, what's wrong with you? I couldn't stop laughing. God. I mean, me, me and my girlfriend, we were, and we played with the kids, and we played fireball, and the kids, they were like, what's wrong with you guys? <laughs> because we were laughing so hard. The late girl mm-hmm. was cleaning my house is a friend of mine, and we were just trying to, and then we were doing some exercises, you know, and, and Jeanette, you know, I do the Pelton bike, and I do the Pelton exercises, so I was showing them, and they've got classes now for families. So, mm-hmm. but we were laughing so hard because it, you know, it, it just, it, it hurt. We were so tired that my poor kids mm-hmm. are sleeping today, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. but we you, had a good time. You so know? laughing is comfort and, but, mm-hmm. but, and what he's saying about the president, I, that's, it's comfort to know there's other people that believe that way. I just tend to not say too much because I've learned that politics and religion get yourself in trouble, but he's a pastor, mm-hmm. so he can do that. <laughs> If that makes sense. Well,
0: like you said, he's not trying to slander nobody's name. It's definitely been. Proven. No, I know. And individuals not. No, are waking it's... up and they're finding comfort, mm-hmm. comfort and there's unity in their unity and numbers, and we're seeing things that people are dying, and this stuff is happening. Okay, we have another caller calling in. Let me log this person on. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Dickmans, number Indian in three, three. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing fantastic. Okay. Do you have any questions for the pastor or myself in regards to finding comfort? No, I don't. Okay. Now, Pastor, I like what, because I know that's Michelle, I like what Michelle was saying in regards to, you know, a lot of individuals are given up. They don't know what to do because they're operating in fear. There's also a Psalm thirty twenty 4, Pastor, and it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Yes. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Meaning, I know you got me. <laughs> yes. And that, that right there is, is powerful. Because I can hear Michelle talking yeah. about she laughs because she's able to find yeah. humor in some things in the midst of the storm. Yeah. I drove to work today listening to the song, My Soul is Anchored in the Lord, just screaming, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes you got to believe that. So in regards to what Michelle is saying is although there's a lot of people that don't believe it, Pastor, what are some of the things that we can do? Because as a therapist, they slip into depression or have anxiety. And um, now that we're not having church or a place of fellowship, like I sent you that picture where the man was preaching out of the bed of his truck. I was like, wow. You know, what can we do?
1: Well, it's just that a couple of things we've said, and, and they're worth repeating, but let me let me go back to to um being grounded in the lord you you cannot um estimate the value and worth of memorizing the psalms the old testament the new testament you know verses that they gave us as children mm-hmm. for a lot of us these are our anchor scriptures as as you've quoted some and i've quoted some and as the Bible tells us, train up a child in the way that they should go, him or her. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. The meaning of that verse is that, is that these, these verses, these mannerisms, these foundational values and teachings stick with us. And, and, and for the majority of, of time in life, for a majority of ind- individuals, it may be smooth sailing, but these hard times, these rough times do come, and they're on different mm-hmm. levels. When you live long enough in life, you know that there's a difference between, Lord, I need your help, you know, God, I, I, and, and you're feeling all this pressure over a test in school. But at that mm-hmm. level, that test in school is the biggest thing. And that's a big difference now between, God, I have these bills to pay, I have my mortgage, I have my rent, and, and Lord, and, and, and that is so much larger on, on another level now. But what we have to understand, until God, to our God that we believe in, all of these are light things. And and to clarify that meaning that that they are not heavy some or a burden for the Lord. They're not light in the sense that he overlooks them. Okay, because mm-hmm. he promises not to put no more on us than we can bear. But 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 the power of God in his in his um uh, his potent power, he's he's omnipotent. Okay, he's mm-hmm. omnipotent And what we mean by that is that There is nothing stronger than God There's nothing smarter, there's nothing heavier Okay, God will allow us to go through some things To temper us Okay, to, to show us to ourselves how strong we are And then as the caller alluded to earlier I can handle all these things But people around me can't Don't seem to Well God has put you there to be an example And a light to them and, mm-hmm. and as they see how you are facing Adversity They draw strength from that And then when they ask you how Give them the answer Pour it out to them Because of the Lord uh, I think I've blessed so many people In the past few weeks with little books With, 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 with the Psalms Little books on this Little books on that uh, a coworker of mine cast out books at work, you know, rules on just good moral conduct and, and, and customer service and, and behavior. And all of these things are positive things. Um, I talked about in, in my Bible study the other day how people are gaining strength right now just by seeing acts of courage and acts mm-hmm. of just human kindness from other people. I am getting comfort from seeing from the grocery store when I see how nice people are, comfort when I see the nurses and different ones out, comfort when I, you know, by what I'm seeing. I'm seeing way more good than than negative things, okay, and that Mm -hmm. gives me comfort. Uh, I get comfort when, when I look at information and I know how to decipher it. We may have to talk about this a little bit. Because people with a negative mindset, Jeanette, you know this, you can speak more to it than I can, will see everything as negative even though they're looking mm-hmm. at good. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it is how is how we see things, how we view a situation, how we, how we uh, 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 view something that we may call a crisis. And so it's all in how we perceive it. And the perception yep. is so key right now because mm-hmm. the enemy will make you think that you are losing it and somebody may look at you and just say, you acting like a crybaby because <laughs> you, you, you you can't see all the blessings that you really have. And you really can't see them because the negativity can blind you uh, to, to all the good that's around you.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know, Pastor, um, I remember I challenged a lot of my clients, and I'll ask them a question that was posed to me once before in regards to what is the difference between a chance of a lifetime, and a problem. And, you know, people will say a chance of a lifetime is hitting the lottery, but that could be a problem. Or it could be viewed as a problem but be a chance of a lifetime. It's basically how you perceive it. Our perception is huge in this, and even in what we're dealing with now, our perception is huge. I have a book, and it's called God's Promises for Your Everyday Needs. And I know wore this book yes. is out. See, I know with my country term too. Whoa, <laughs> I say war. I <laughs> wore it out. My book is just falling apart to <laughs> so where it talks about different things, whether it's security you're looking for, if you're dissatisfied in, with something, and even the corner, the corner mind. Now we have another caller on the line. Let me log this person on. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Pressure Your Blog Talk Radio, number ended in 8-7. How are you doing?
4: I'm doing fine.
0: Okay, Just this sounds like Blackwell. Life.
4: It is.
0: Is this Blackwell? Okay.
1: Yes.
0: Okay. What was you going to say, Mr. Blackwell?
1: Nothing.
0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We're hey, glad. You, I'm glad to what? hear your voice. I'm so blessed. We're so good, to, good to hear your voice. We've been praying for you.
4: Thank you.
0: Thank you. So we talk about finding comfort, Blackwell, in the midst of what's going on, because we know you've been you've been going through. And when we talk about what does God promises people, and part of that is relief from all troubles in this world and release of relief of some troubles even in this life. So sometimes we talk about these things. Sometimes people don't know what we are going through. And it kind of goes back to when I started earlier, well, when I was doing the Facebook Live and I was talking about people have taken things for granted because we never thought, and we talk about our comfort zone. We get in our zone, and like Pastor we was talking about the big chair, the big house, the big couch, and all this big TV and all of that. But when we start talking about when chaos and troubles come and, and all of this chaos and we start being a little bit uncomfortable, sometimes individuals have a problem with that. But see, but I can go back to that old spirit, watching my grandmother and my neighbors and how they would handle things, the crisis, even in context. We learn how to survive because we know that there's something bigger and greater waiting for us. Like, well, you want to speak on that a little bit?
4: I'll give it to you real simple, very simple. I don't have a few, I don't have but a few words to give you this. You need to remember one thing. You're going through.
1: Mm-hmm. You're not gonna
4: stand still. You're just going through. And if we can get mm-hmm. it in our minds that we're going through, everything'll be all right. It'll be all right. May I... you just got going
3: through.
1: <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let me add, let me add to what the, let me add to what the preacher is saying from one preacher to another preacher. But what, what he's saying is that we're not going to stay.
2: Mm-hmm. Going right.
1: through going through means we, we're passing. We, mm-hmm. we God is not going God is not going to leave us in a predicament in a situation.
2: Uh, yep.
1: Going through means going through means just to that there is a point A. There is a point Z along the way. There's many lessons. Okay. But our God is a deliverer. And and that's where we find our comfort and our hope in that mm-hmm. that He doesn't leave us. And so going back to my opening back to my opening statement, that's what the that's where comfort comes from again. Comfort is a strengthening word and it's not a coddling word. And and, and that's what I really wanted to express, because, you know, God, people, we got to man up, so to speak, and learn how to face some things and how to go through, because there's been a lot of talk this week now, well, the past two days since we saw the Clark Sisters special, and a lot of talk about mother, doctor, Maddie Moss Clark. And people said, were, "Were the old mothers really that tough?" And, and yes, they were. And that's what made. That's what. That's what made us.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what made
1: us. We we wasn't we wasn't coddled. We were loved, but they strengthened mm-hmm. us. And the mothers, the mothers had enough backbone to teach us right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of comfort that... in that that we had strong mothers. And a strong mm-hmm. fathers, and not you, people that will roll over in that. And so, go ahead. You, you know what?
0: In fact, it, it, you said that I got this big grin on my face because you reminds me of your mother. Mother is still, I enjoy talking to her. we be cracking.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my mom. You know, and, <laughs> mm-hmm. you
0: know,
1: we we some if you just if you are just. What I call, you know, pristine Christian, and you 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 read the Bible and all these things. You haven't experienced life yet, and there's some things I heard my mom say, and I was like, "Mom," and I was just like, "Oh <laughs> Lord!" Like this, you know what I'm talking about, Jeanette? And you find out they're right, and you find mm-hmm. out they're absolutely right, and 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 we're we're coddled, and so and so the Lord is is like, you know. Jesus said, I, I'm going away. I've done my business here, but I'm leaving the comforter, okay? Mm-hmm. And and that comforter is just that. God, you know, gird up your loins. Yep. You don't put no more in than you can bear. You're going to have to go ah. through that door, face it, okay? You will be blessed mm-hmm. along the way. You'll be strengthened along the way. But there's comfort in knowing that the Lord hasn't left us without hope. It, mm.
0: it, it goes back to that yeah. song again. Cause I think of them old songs. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. So you can't find no way out now. So it, I mean, it's 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 interesting, you know. Cause like I said, I I love them old spirits, you know. Even talking to Miss Parks and you know and Mother Perkins, and I just be cracking up. And I don't even be thinking I'm crazy, but I just really enjoy them because that gives me comfort. And knowing that I'll go be okay, you know, especially yeah. as a woman, and then a lot of men, you know, they need a lot of encouragement because they have so much pressure on them. If they're leading a family or head of a household, and don't know, man, husband want to come home now and say, "Honey, I don't have no, I lost my job, or I don't know what we go do," or you know, it's trying times for individuals. And another yes. with Psalms, with Psalms thirty um, five, thirty um verse five. When it says weeping, may go all night, but joy come in the morning. So It doesn't you know say what morning, in. though. What did you say, right. <laughs> I said it doesn't say what morning, <laughs> though. It will go now on
2: you know? and no, on and on until God says, okay, this is enough. Now That's you right. can stop the crime. Now your joy is there. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. So
1: he won't put no more on you can bear. Some of our mornings may last a year, two years. It may be months. God knows how much we can take, but the, the the hope and the comfort is knowing that generations in the past have made it. We 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 we've, we've made it through a couple of pandemics. Okay, we've mm-hmm. made it through. Right. The Lord has blessed right. us to to go through these things and come out. And
3: right.
1: you you have comfort and hope in knowing that there is better technology. You know. The scientists have learned more from the other scientists' experience. And, and mm-hmm. these are things that, that, that are there to comfort us. And now, it, don't you know, have the pastor, enemy. Go ahead.
4: Yes. i was just going to quickly drop this in. One thing I've discovered, and we we got to discover, I think as pastor preachers, Along this line, we're going to find out who's faking and shaking. Either you going to yeah. know his word, or you ain't going to know his word. Either you're going to trust mm. him, or you ain't going to trust him. And we're going to find out if you got faith. And I'm discovering right now, right through here, um, I am scarcely saying that the Lord has left a ribbon of the group behind. But there's a whole bunch of people talk good gospel, walk good
2: gospel, but don't know the
4: gospel. Amen. And I hate, saying it, I hate saying it like that, but they talk in it, they walk in it, but they don't know it. And one of the concerns yeah. I have is if you're going to have conference, then you got to have some faith.
2: Mm-hmm. And one of the things Amen. I
4: discovered, uh, I was um, matter of fact, I'm going to do it on Sunday, but I was in the hospital, getting a procedure done, and the scripture came to me just like this, and the just shall live by faith. Man, what? And I thought about it. We ain't living by faith. We ain't ain't nowhere near trying to live by faith because we don't know his word. If we knew his word, we could live by faith, but we're living by my job. And not and not remembering it was God who gave you the job, and it's it's just appalling to me to understand why Christians are falling out, fainting, and getting frustrated over the fact that we're going through something. And if you pick up your Bible, go to Second Corinthians. I mean, Second Chronicles you know. seven and yep. thirteen. You'll discover they already went through this, and He brought mm-hmm. them through. Yep. You know, I wanted to share. To 13, but we can quote, we quote second crown of 7 and 14 backwards, but we don't know about 13, yeah. we don't know that it was a pandemic <laughs> virus in 13.
0: You and know, so, I wanted to share, I wanted to share this Blackwell and Pastor Estelle, I was listening on, on the radio this morning on my way to work, about this family who had just bought a house. And a lot of people are kind of with the market, they don't know whether to buy, whether to sell, they kind of stuck. And they bought this house because of a concrete room that they the it was the room that they saw that actually made them buy that house. And according to the news, yep. they was in that house about a week, and the tornado came. Yep. and the family was yep. in that room, and that was the room that saved their life. Now it had it to the be God left. that only room. It had to be God that gave them the wisdom and knowledge to say buy it, and they did it. Yep. And it's the only room left in that house. So we talking about this coronavirus. You how people's houses going up with tornadoes and rain. and I'm just, shoot, Mine is, I got another house look like I got a garage infested with rats. I walked outside to take out the trash and saw a black cat running out my garage. I said, oh, Lord. But I'm hoping that the cat gets the rat. Because I've been said so many mouse traps again. I told my friend, I said, don't open this door. Just whatever you do, don't open this <laughs> garage door. Whatever in this garage, we're going to keep My it in God. the garage. But it's yeah. like, I can't win. Every a second house I had where I got freaking rolling. I'm like, what is, who in the rats For real? My daughter came to do laundry. She said, Mom, I saw a big old rag in your garage. I was like, close the door. Close the door. <laughs> you know, I had something in there a couple of weeks ago. I kept it there for nine days. I looked up and opened the door and let it out. I guess it's it said, You ain't starving me, you know, but I have comfort in knowing I do have a roof over my head, but you got people that are dealing with these tornadoes. So it's, it's just a lot. It's a lot, but hey, God, is. God, we, gotta we got to trust us. We got to trust us. I want to say something. Um, mm-hmm.
2: we, we all have been through. Uh, mighty great storms, it doesn't matter if it was health, financial, housing, homeless, homelessness, vehiclelessness. Um, aren't we still alive? Mm hmm hasn't God brought you know us what? through every single every single one one hundred percent.
0: And you know Nancy, it goes back to what Pastor Estelle was saying. He tempers us. He changes our temper. And I know you're hungry. Mm-hmm. So I know where you're going with that, but it goes back to he tempers us Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and gave us, give us hope. We have to have some hope. I'm
2: blessed to have you in my life. I really am.
1: (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you.
0: You know what, Delano, did anybody ask you nothing? (laughs)
4: You know well, you blessed to have me in your life, <laughs> All right. right?
0: So we,
1: yeah, yeah. You to be
0: back again. You know
1: what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not if I could ever talk about it getting my first
1: certificate. <laughs> I wanted to. He just asked her how she's finding comfort when the casinos is closed.
2: you know what? You
0: know what? You know what's so funny about that? (laughs) You know what's the funny still ain't no hunch. The thing is, that has not bothered me. It is it has not bothered me. It has allowed me the ability to stay at home more, clean up that house and only go there to go to
1: clean the Lord.
0: That's why I'm all this stuff, cutting my grass that be so high, it look like I'm in the crazy field of the country somewhere. Yeah, man, <laughs> so that's what it has. That's what it has done. It has given me yeah, a, a peace man. of quietness. So, but it, yeah, has, you given, know things,
1: yes. it has given. And It has given other people the hmm. same thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because even when I was looking. Mm-hmm, I was gonna say this or
0: quick and I'll let you speak of that. Even when I was listening to Obama talking about endorsing Joe Biden, right after yeah. the theme went off on the watch, some slot machines started rolling on my cell phone. I said, The devil is a liar
1: See <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it slot machines.
1: But it I has, said, I don't even play slot allowed, machines, I play blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, it has gosh. allowed all of us to uh, take some inventory I mean we The other day we um, uh, You're speaking to house Jeanette We did spring cleaning And we threw away so much stuff And I mm-hmm. said well, Lord look at this And so the Lord is allowing people And, it, 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 and I, I try to keep everything You know this Jeanette To this subject
2: And it brought
1: comfort it, That was another way of bringing comfort By removing mm-hmm. clutter
2: yeah, you can doing. remove
1: clutter from your mind, from your home, and that's another way of bringing comfort. And so the Lord is doing that right now because, you know, they're, they're using the word essential a lot. Mm-hmm. We're finding out what's really essential to us all now. What do Correct. we really need? Was this? We have more friends and more people cooking more than they ever have now. And and Mm -hmm. it's not that essential to eat out as much. It's not that essential to to waste all the gas we were – and all these things. We're finding out. And Mm -hmm. you you don't have the opportunity for a lot of people to keep up with the Joneses now.
2: Mm -hmm. And and what
1: people are doing is finding out what is essential, what is this, and this is giving a lot of people hope. When you have to stop and look at your budget again and say because – I don't know when this check is coming. I don't know if a stimulus, is mm-hmm. who or what or this and that. And you have to look, you will prioritize. And when you prioritize, well, that's true. you know, yes. And, and, and that's what the Lord is doing. We're, getting, we're, yeah. we're bringing hope and we're bringing comfort. And this is what I meant by from the other things. We get hope and comfort from the word, and that's from the Lord through the Holy Spirit. Now when the Lord makes us strong, we go out and we make other people stronger. We're giving them mm-hmm. hope because we're stronger now. That comes back, and we feed off that, that we've helped other people. That makes us more strong to help other people. Correct. It activates us to do other things that we haven't done before, that we've been looking around that we need to get done. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so now we're doing those things that is decluttering us, and the Lord is just showing us. The Lord is getting us fit. And ready for these last days. And that's what I truly believe all this is. All these things is priming us and directing us to the last days. And I'm telling you, I want to be in the number. In the number. This meant that's my ready hope. When
0: Jesus comes. And you know what? And, and even though talking about the casino, the, key, the casino wasn't bad for me because my thing is if I was bored, that's my therapy from seeing clients all day. I didn't want to go home. So that was my out. But my big thing, and I had to adapt, was eating out. Go ahead. Because you know, it. Blackwell, that was my issue. But, see, now i got to go home. i got to cook. Even if I'm cooking for myself, I'm still cooking. So I'm cooking more than having to be able to go to restaurants and do takeouts and all of that. I had my daughter cracking up. I went and bought my, my granddaughter and I a, a breakfast sandwich a couple of weeks ago. I paid $16 for two sandwiches. I was like, the devil is a liar. The, the day, is today, I went, bought me some some bacon, some eggs, some bread. <laughs> I said, I make mm-hmm. my own sandwich. I'm not paying eight dollars and some change for one sandwich. So that is what I have been doing is doing more cooking. So, and then some people find comfort in that too. So, any yes. any questions, Michelle or Nancy or anything else? first of all, any questions for the pastor? a question a question is
2: um when you're when you're in a mental storm and your body is so well- I have physical elements with my body and is it is it like I'll have these thoughts of well, why don't you just kill yourself? you'll be better off and I say no, I'm not going to do that because I've made it through so many days in pain. I'm not going to do this to my family or my friends. Um, what do you? What do you? How do you approach this situation?
1: Well, <clears throat> you, you 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 approach the situation by understanding your place in God. And knowing, again, nothing can replace knowing the word of God and having it in your heart and in your mind, okay? And then having the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you. Uh, I am not one of those who do not believe in, you know, medicine, medications. I I believe that the Lord has allowed us to have that too. And Mm -hmm. for, for, for a lot of people... Is you know that 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 balance,
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: some some people some people do have there's 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 chemical imbalances there's other things that take place there's trauma there's trauma there there, there, there there's all types of things and so when you are connected to God fearing people when you have a good help on the medical side you have good help um, on the church side and people who want to strengthen you and lead you down the right path, not people who just want to take advantage of you and make money from you, then each day you grow healthier and healthier. Uh, the mm-hmm. bottom line is, is, is the fight is still yours. You have to front the battle through the Holy Spirit. But mine always is to get good, sound uh, advice uh, on both sides. And and so uh, that's always been my approach. Because
2: mm-hmm.
1: every everybody's different, and so if, if somebody can't give you a, a one minute diagnosis. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't believe in that. I I believe in people who care, people who understand, who want to get an insight, who can give you a baseline and work their way up from there, and give you a proper uh, a diagnosis uh, uh, on both sides. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Hey,
0: you know, Pastor, I always tell individuals when I, I mean, I try to stay away from depression. I really do, even as a therapist, because that spirit can be very draining. But I always, and I learned this from a teenager one time, he told me that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And if you kill yourself, how do you know it's going to be better? You don't know that. So whose report mm-hmm. do you believe? So, and I would tell people, and I know with myself, I'm, and I, under, I know that suicide is real, but I'll tell people that's the one thing I'm not going to do. And, you know, I'm, I invited a teacher one time well, to tell me trick. to close my eyes and think of a time when you was at your lowest, I, and I didn't close my eyes. I told her, I I'm yeah. not suicidal. I'm a homicidal. I believe you're killing the person made me mad if I killed myself. But I'm going to kill myself. That don't make sense Well, we, we
1: We haven't touched on that yet, and it's a good Point that it came up is that mm-hmm. there is a lot of false comfort and false hope mm-hmm. given by the devil, the adversary, diablos, whoever you want to call him, and by negative people. And so, mm-hmm. and so, and so, there are people who actually teach, and there are people who would tell you that there is comfort in ending it, but it's a lie. People who say that suicide there's hope in suicide no that that that's a lie and, mm-hmm. and and what they have to understand is that people think that there's hope in the bottle there's hope in drugs there's hope yeah. in in various things in in addictions and those things bring a false hope and they bring a temporary pleasure and that's yep. what you have to know about about the devil's answer okay versus god's answer and so mm-hmm. She, yeah. We all know the devil. Oh Lord, he can give you comfort, okay, but it's fleeting, <laughs> and there's a huge price to pay. Yes, yes. Is. Amen. And Jesus has already paid for the comfort that he offers us, okay. And he tells you that you, you get paid for your sin. The wages of sins is death. Is that okay? It's death. okay? It's death. And so, and so that's <laughs> what we must understand. You have to have. And keep your right mind Have the Lord keep you in a sound mind and, and transform you by the renewing of your mind So you understand what is your hope Okay um, And that's where <clears throat>
2: Ephesians six ten through 20 comes And put, therefore put on your helmet of salvation yeah. Your breastplate of righteousness Your sword of your spirit Your shield of faith Your belt of truth And your shoes of your gospel So that you will be able to stand Against the wiles of the devil And as his shooting those arrows at you, it could be pain, it could be doubt, it could be unbelief, it could be anything, and you just, like, nope, I'm done.
0: My shield's up.
2: Uh Well, you know what, Nancy, I thank
0: you for having the courage of even sharing that, too, or sharing what you're going through. Because there's a lot of people out there that are contemplating suicide because domestic violence is increasing, child abuse is increasing, suicide you know, if people are grieving, we have another caller calling in, and let me see what's going on with this call. And if I have to let you finish with what you were saying. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicaments, number one 13 How are you doing? uh uh No, this person's going to play. Okay, we're going <laughs> to hang up on that person. Somebody I don't know how to Yeah. Okay, Tasha, what was you granny to say?
1: Well, I, I was just continuing <laughs> my is point, is that – Okay, and, and that is that the Lord is our light and he is our salvation. And in the light, God is going to give you the true comfort, okay, true hope. And, and what that hope in, does is is to gird us up to continue our journey to finish our race, gives us a clear mind mm-hmm. so that we can see our way through and understand that there is provision, okay, that's going to take us to our purpose. And that's so important mm-hmm. for everyone to understand. You you are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, God has given you purpose. There is a divine mission in, in, for everybody. We're going to fulfill our purpose through Christ Jesus. It's the enemy's job to come in and try to derail us, to bring negativity. Uh, okay? And because of this, I tell people all the time, God is going to test you to show you who you are. The enemy tries to test test you so you don't find out who you are.
4: People Mm -hmm. will test
1: you because they don't like who you are. And and in the midst of all this testing and with you even testing yourself, we're going to have times of doubt, disappointment. We're going to have times when things seem too big, when obstacles And during these times is when the Lord lets us know, you know, he has given us the answer. The answer is in his word. It's in prayer. It's in all that time that we've been spending on our knees, fasting, going to church, Mm
2: -hmm. getting
1: fortified, spending time with the saints. All these things come into play and help you navigate through this thing that we call life, okay? And so when we see all the things that are happening right now, we are all affected. Okay? Everybody's affected. And so, and what we have to understand, though, is that when God brings you out, he's going to bring you out with more.
0: That's true. That is true. Now, um, and it's interesting how we just got that little fake call again because, I mean, somebody's listening. <laughs> you should have told me uh, trying to click that thing off. You're worried about it. Yes. Yes. yes, Blackwell. I have one thing I, I
4: wanted to add to kind of tell the young lady. To kind of remember this, you do remember in scripture, if you don't, I'll try to remind myself what the scripture is in a second. That Satan, after Jesus came down out of the mountain for 40 days, Satan told Jesus, throw yourself down off the mountain. See if he won't call a legion of angels to come to you." He wanted to see Jesus commit suicide, but Jesus knew better than that, and all he did was say one word, and all he did was remind him, it is written. Mm -hmm. The more you know about God's word, the more you can defend yourself from mental attacks. But with medication, we're talking to somebody. Because it doesn't happen all by itself. You've got to have a strong Amen. base around
3: you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I agree. Yeah. I agree
4: just with pastor, you got to have a strong base. Yeah. And you do sometimes need some medicine to settle your mind. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But remember, if Satan will attack Jesus, who do you think you are?
2: Come on, he see. tries to
4: attack Jesus in the mind. And if yeah. he tries to attack Jesus... He, me and you don't stand a chance. He's coming after us. So whatever you do, don't yeah. fear, yeah. because Matthew he's going to do that. That's his job. That's his job. That's yeah. his job to attack us in the mind, because yeah. he can't get us nowhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so you stay encouraged and just remember, Amen. he got you in his hands. Matter of fact, I'm just going to give you this. My grandmother used to sing a song to me to help me when I got through, when I was going through a tough time, and she just reminded me he got the whole world in his hands. And then he, he, she get to a point. She said, "Now you do know he got me and you in his hands." Amen. And when you know that, it'll put a calming over your heart to remind yourself that the the Lord God has you in His hands, no matter what.
0: Mm-hmm. You're still in
4: His hands. But, and I want to say
0: this one, I want to say this one, I'm going to follow back up with her because she hung up, so I, I got to call her, so I wrote her number down. God bless. Um, it says also that he didn't say we'll never experience pain, but he did say he'll never leave us, and that's comforting to know. Now, Pastor, we have a minute yes. left in the show. What else would you like the listeners to know when they're trying to find this comfort? Because a lot of times individuals say, is it all a facade? Is it, how do you find it?
1: We let them know that there's comfort through, again, I can't emphasize it enough, the word of God through prayer. Um, There are many worship leaders, good pastors that are still praying and reaching out through members, through social media, uh, through uh, the phone, through Zoom through uh, all types of technology that we have. So you, to know that you're not alone, you're not by yourself, there there are people who are there with you. That's hope. Then, you know, our connection to the Holy Spirit. Also is that the enemy is not attacking you or people aren't attacking you if you don't have purpose. The enemy is trying to attack you to derail you. That means you are headed somewhere, headed to something headed to another level, okay? The enemy is trying to keep you from achieving. The hope mm-hmm. is, is that, that the place, the elevation that you are going to, God is still going to yet get you there, and this is just a stepping stone. And there's hope in knowing that there's something in front of you, and we all have something in front of us, and God has given us all that, and we're in a race, and we're going to receive our prize. That is our ultimate hope. We have salvation through Christ Jesus, and we are filling up our crown on the way. So God bless you. Uh, the the hope of Christ will never leave you. The love of the Holy Spirit is there to fortify you, and good men and women of God are there to help you along the way also. God bless you.
0: All right. Well, thank you for joining us here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Don't know what the topic's going to be? Pastor, let me know. And until then, remember, you. you got this. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. Pastor, happy to
4: hear you back, I
0: man. Pastor, happy to hear you back. <laughs> later, be quiet. Bye, later. <laughs>